So tell me this, is it possible for an indie artist to become successful without a team? Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of F It, I'll Do It Myself podcast with the legendary CEO Self. This is the number one independent podcast for the DIY CEOs of today's music marketplace. Being brought to you guys by Rain Forever Music Group and sponsored by the wonderful folks at CNC Auto Brokers. Your first stop when buying reliable cash cars. Be sure to stick around until the end of this podcast for details on entering the car giveaway raffle. And don't forget to follow the F It, I'll Do It Myself playlist if you want to hear the hottest indie acts in the world. That playlist is your source to the newest music, period. Don't forget to share and follow our platforms on social media at The Effort Podcast, at Rain FMG, and at CEO Self, the Mogul. Now, let's get this show on the road. Here is your host, CEO Self. Yo, what's goody, what's goody? You are now listening to The Effort I'll Do It Myself podcast, hosted by yours truly, daddy of four, husband to one, and the one guy industry niggas hate to say they know, CEO Self. Since you guys are already used to my podcast by now, I'm going to hit you with a disclaimer. This podcast is for the music entrepreneurs who bootstrap their careers because industry guys just didn't believe. This podcast is a place where the underdogs get empowered, equipped, and recognized. I share stories of my life experiences within the industry. I might interview some folks who made something out of nothing or simply talk current music business and entertainment affairs that I feel will help you out. This podcast was conceived because you believed in yourself enough to not care about the rules of any of those fake, corny, extra Hollywood gatekeepers. This podcast is for the faith walkers, the ones who had the balls to scream, F it, I'll do it myself. Welcome to episode five. Yo, it is funny to watch folks claim to be independent. Are they really lone wolfing their way to the top of the entertainment hierarchy? Did they single-handedly identify a niche, saw an opportunity, and executed it? I'm not sure. My wife and I can only tell you about our experiences identifying the need of a team. And simply put, yes, we needed a solid team to create a systematic workflow. But we struggle to find the value in that so many times over and over again. So to help me out with this uh, topic, I brought my wife back here on the show once again, especially since you guys loved it last time. But yes, we brought Juice back. Juice, what's happening, Juice? Welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. It's always super cool to have you here because um, sometimes just, you know, trying to do these podcasts. You know, I'm still new to this thing, guys out there. I'm still new to this thing, but sometimes... It gets because me. you need me. Say it. I, I guess so. I, I need you. Thank you. Get your <laughs> head out together. Get your head out together. You're talking about delivering content here. Anyway, saying. what we decided to do... You need me. Uh, yes. So, what we decided to do was... Uh, so tell tell the people what we decided to do to help them out. So we're gonna go through um, the the points that these 
this article has on stopthebreaks.com. Um, and we're going to talk about are these really key people that you need on your team? Um, if it's realistic to have them, how soon do you need them? Can you get by without them? We're just going to talk about it. All right. Super cool. So what was the first thing they, um, they had on their on, on their hit list? Management. So for team building, um, the first thing they had was management. And what does it say about it? It says that you need a manager to manage you. Basically, uh, the, the of manager. Of course, it says that. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, you asked. What does it literally? What What is it saying specifically? I mean, I'm not gonna read the whole article, but no, nah, no, nah, don't read it. Just let me know what they say. They're saying the manager is a vital part of your development. Um, it allows you to concentrate on being creative versus having to deal with the business side and the creative side. Um, it just says that, you know, the manager is, is the one that's going to keep you level-headed, um, going to stop the BS from getting your way and find you deals, basically. So, so do you think that's that's realistic for independent artists? I think they, uh, everyone needs a manager, yes, but not until they actually have something that a person can manage. You know, if you're just starting out and you're not, you're, um, you don't really have anything to work with, you don't have no, no music, you don't have a good um, social media presence, what is the manager going to manage? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is, so there's nothing for the manager to do. So here's my take on this thing. Like, I don't think that, a new artist, independent artist, is uh, should be looking for management. So I'm going to have to disagree with Stop the Breaks on that because a new artist coming into the game, they just like you said, like they don't have anything to manage, right? And the day and age of artist development is no longer on the backs of the manager or the, or the label or whatever the case may be. Artist development is actually... Um, comes from being self-taught, especially for the DIYs. You know what I mean? Because um, and most of the stuff that the manager would have done, um, if you're serious about your craft, that you could do it yourself. Especially now, I mean, mo most of the time it's really getting on your phone and showing the world really who you are. Right. And letting your personality shine through. Like your manager can't be you. On social media no and and what's sad about it is that a lot of times people run around you remember all those calls we used to get um back in the day people would call like yo I just need you to be our manager man or I just need you to manage me I feel like if you manage me you uh you know we can go we could go places and I used to get to a spot where you're trying to manage an artist but the artist doesn't really have anything to manage so you so what are you pitching like you know what i mean i think people get it confused management with artist development and management and artist development is two different things mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so like in the beginning you don't need management what you need in the beginning is artist development and a lot of times you got to pay for that unless you're going to do it yourself right what's next um booking agencies what did they so they say you need a booking agent? Yeah. Um, they're saying booking agencies are probably just as important to your development and growth as a musician is 
to a musician as a legal mind. So what they're saying is a new artist or an artist who's developing a career within the uh, independent music space, they should have management and a booking agent. That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, once you get past a certain point, yeah. Yeah. But if if you're just starting out, like you're you're starting to get a little buzz, I don't think you need a manager and a booking agent. Right. That's a bit over. That's overkill. Nah, because let me let me tell you, right? Management is great. A booking agent is is super great. If we can, you know, hit the reset button and. Find us the booking agent in the beginning of our career. I think we would we would have did that, but the issue is most people don't. Most booking agents need you to already be established. Moving, yeah, you gotta have you gotta be able to draw a crowd already. Yeah, they gonna have a booking agent. Like, what's your draw? Like, this goes back to the DIY, right? A lot of this stuff that you need done. You know, you have to create the momentum yourself to get it done. And this also, you know, for that reason, a lot of people management begin to own, they, you know, they be their friends managers, mm-hmm. you know. Or their parents, which I think is, is the best part because um, that's who's really going to push you, going to try to, you know, kick kick in the door, waving the full floor. <laughs> All these Biggie, um, your parents is gonna be the one to be like, even listen. allowed to listen to Biggie. I don't even know what you're talking about. What? What? Okay, continue. <laughs> what? You said I wasn't alive. You wasn't allowed to listen to Biggie Smalls. Whatever. Let's not get sidetracked. Whatever. I was allowed. I mean, I did. I'm gonna tell your mom. My mother knows she listened to Biggie too. Your mother didn't listen to Biggie. She did. It's a sin to listen to Biggie. It probably is. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so what happened? Oh man, you keep making me lose my frame of thought right now, man. Stay focused, man. Alright, so listen. Tell now, Scott now, to holler at me, man. Stop with these rap <laughs> um these rap things. Crazy. Rap lyrics. With this a podcast. Nobody's rapping. Now, do you need a booking agent in the beginning? No. If you can find someone that can help you begin to get gigs find them but i will say this though if you're not ready to hit that stage don't embarrass don't embarrass yourself because yeah, don't embarrass yourself yeah don't embarrass and don't <laughs> don't embarrass yourself yeah don't and don't try to get a booking agent and you know you can only bring 10 people yeah we're not saying don't perform and you only can bring 10 people. Right. Perform. Perform. Get out there. Do open mics. Get on every stage that you possibly can get on because it's going to make you that much more greater as an entertainer. Right. It's and then eventually you'll be able to draw more than 10 people. You know, if they're going to sign somebody, they got to draw some real numbers. Like they're not going to sign you just because they like you because they make their money off of whether or not they can sell out shows. So in the beginning, do you need a manager? No, unless it's one of your best friends and they not charging you and they really want to see you win and they care about your career more than you care about your career. That's that's the person you want on your side. And if that person's around, they may not be titled management. They might just be your homie, but eventually they might end up turning into your manager down the line. 
far as a booking agent, a booking agent is not necessary because they need to see your value. If you don't have no value in the beginning, they can't hire you. That's just not how it works, all right? A wish list is to be able to put together a management team and a booking agent and all this stuff. But realistically, that's not going to happen. What, what happens is you and your homies get together. You guys start to put together your own shows. You guys start to hit up open mics. You guys start to do all these different things in, the, in your city or around your city. And then that begins to bring you so much value that a booking agent begins to look for you. And when the booking agent begins to look for you, then boom, there you go. Now you got you a booking agent. But in the beginning, no, don't don't stress yourself trying to check off that list, trying to get you a manager and a booking agent. What's next? Without a booking agent and a legal representative, you are both easier to target and harder to be seen. Now, so... I, I do think you should have a lawyer like on in your in your contacts. A lawyer is, is is just as important as a manager, but should he be a part of your team yet? No. Initially no, but I do think it's good to scout one out. Absolutely. Find one and put him on a retainer just so that he could look over contracts if not uh you know, maybe an independent label come across you or whatever. You want somebody that can legally tell you what's legal and what's not. Mm-hmm. What's and not the, not any lawyer. It has to be an entertainment lawyer. Oh, man, I hate not that. Not a you real estate lawyer, not a family. Uh, what do you call those folks? Uh, family. Um, Not uh, the family people that work child support and custody and all that. Not those. Not, not that lawyer. No. Make sure the lawyer you're dealing with is a music or entertainment law. Yeah, don't call 411 pain. Don't don't do don't call 411 pain if you're in Atlanta. That's not gonna help you out. Okay, got it. That's it for lawyers. Now promotion and marketing. Okay, now this is deep. This is real important. Yes, I think initially you should have somebody who knows what they're doing on social media right now. So that's promotion and marketing. Nothing can get done without promotion and marketing. And it says promotion and marketing from someone to run and manage your social media accounts to a website designer and a marketer. You need to take this very seriously. And that I agree with. DIY people. I'm speaking to you specifically. Okay. The efforts. The, the efforts. Effort, I'll do it the myself, guys. The efforts. If you are part of the efforts crew, you cannot skip promotion and marketing. Promotion and marketing is two different things, okay? Promotion is promoting something. Marketing is staying in front of someone's face long enough so that the consumer can draw some sort of conclusion on whether or not uh, they like you They like you or not. Mm-hmm. Promotion is saying, hey, this is my song. Check it out, okay? Marketing is constantly putting your brand in front of the consumer. Now, you cannot skip that. Okay. You can't. The if, two go hand you, in hand. They they go hand in hand and they are so important. If there's one thing we can do over, we we literally should have took that a little more seriously in the beginning of our career because we thought that we can just skip around and Well, you know, do it the old school way. Right. And well, I mean you can <clears throat> excuse me, you can, but you still gotta that marketing and, and promotion is heavy. Like, you can't get around it. You can't get around it, and you got to allocate a certain amount of money. Now, should a person specifically be on that, on your team to handle that? If you can find that, then heck yes. Yep, if you have a person, if you have a friend who is social media savvy, 
that's that's your that's your marketer your promoter in the beginning everybody that's going to be a part of your team is going to be some sort of friend our homie our parent our cousin our auntie or somebody you went to college with or somebody you went to high school with somebody from the block because those are the only people that you're gonna that that's gonna believe in you the way that you believe in yourself. Because everyone else is gonna want to put you on some sort of contract. They're gonna want to charge you. They're gonna want to put all these different things. For, and in the beginning, you can't afford to do all that. You know what I mean? And I I know. I mean, unless they're a street pharmacist. Yeah, unless you know, you know unless you we're not gonna always keep getting. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Maybe you're making a lot of money in Bitcoin or something. I don't know. But for the, sure. The, but the, the, the point is, sure most are. people can't afford to pay these people. So a lot of the homies is going to have to be your backbone. A lot of the homies are going to have to play this position. So sometimes these homies, they, they don't know exactly what to do. So they're learning just as much as you learning. So if you uh, got a, some people in your corner that's, that really want to see you make it, then more than likely, you know what I mean, you're going to have to teach those folks. And all, not just you teaching, but, but you know, y'all, y'all going to be learning together. Like, so look, in the beginning of your career, if you can hire some consulting work or find some a professional to help you out in any level of your career, it's better that you hire these people, pay these people to do a service and then get them out of your life. Because in the beginning, you need as much freedom as you can get. Moving right along. Okay, let's go. Distribution and editing. It says, uh, hiring someone who is an expert in music recording, mastering, and editing is very important. They can take the amateur edition of your tune and professionalize it to make it much more appealing. Right. So I guess they're talking about... Um, Making sure your music sounds, sounds good. Sounds good and distribution, like how we have the orchard. They're saying you should have someone to distribute your music um, because it can get to, you know, nationwide. Okay. So we definitely understand that. And that got to be on your team. But you, you know, with things like TuneCore and DistroKid and stuff like that, like, you know, that should be easy to find. You must always focus on Sonics, though. Okay. If your Sonics are bad, then it's going to be hard for you to compete. What we always see is people releasing music and that music just sucks sonically. It may feel right, but um, sonically, which means the mix and the mastering, it doesn't stand the test of time. It doesn't, it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't compete with other things. But I think that applies to, um, to those out there who, who are really into their craft, really into, um, being a entertainer, a musician, a rapper, a singer, instead of those who think this is just an out, this is just a way for me to get out out of the game. You know, it's just I'm just wanna I wanna get into uh, this music thing to make more money so I can have more money the right way, right? Those are the people that really don't care what they sound like when they come out. Right. That's there's so many people who've popped sounding like trash and we all know their songs we dance to it it's on the radio and it sounds like trash and but they pop like there was no it didn't have to be sonically correct didn't it barely got mastered there's a way for you to get through the, the noise but 
a lot of times these folks aren't really doing that. You know, they're not they they're not capable of doing that. You see what I'm saying? So what I really want y'all to really understand is is in the beginning of your career, in order for that to really happen, you gotta only take control of the things that you can control. So you can control your sonics. You can control how the music is received. You can control how the mix and mastering sounds. You can control that. Don't be like all these other folks who don't care about that. Because if you if you if you're too eager to release music and you don't control how sonically your music hits, then you're gonna always be put in a situation where you're cool. You're gonna always be an amateur in their eyes. And I know you don't wanna do that. You know what I mean? You wanna you wanna control what you know you can control. And if mixing and mastering something you can control by making sure you got the right people on your team. Now look, don't get me wrong, all right? If you really doing this dolo and you're in the room chilling and you don't know everything, then do what you can do on your own because if you wait on finding a mix and mastering guy, then you're never going to get anywhere. You're going to be just sitting in the room, you know, showing your music to your siblings and your cousins and your friends at school. I think the point is just do everything that you can do to the best of your ability. Like don't, don't skip corners. Um, if you don't have to, right. And, you know, if you if you have music and you want to know if it sounds good, if you should tweak it a little bit, you can feel free to send send it to us. We'll we'll be more than happy to listen, take a listen and give you our thoughts. Right? Yes, why not? <laughs> put that out there. I put you on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, she put me on the spot. That's I guess I'm going to be the one that's listening to it. No, no, I listen to it, too. Oh, okay. But I don't know. You know, artists sometimes are a little too emotional. They might not be they ready not for, be able to handle for my your opinion. Feedback. <laughs> so, but if you need some good feedback, just at the Effort Podcast on uh, Instagram, and we will listen and give you some feedback. And if it's really dope, we'll add you to our playlist that um, drops every month. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's going to be dope. Um yeah. So. yeah, I think I think the bottom line is just having having people in your corner who care about making sure you make it to the top. Right. That's the bottom line. Like if it's and if it's gonna be your mom and your best friend from kindergarten and I don't know your uncle, that's that. I think they pretty much a lot of people now know like, hey, your social media has to pop. Fact. Get there. Get your music sounding good. Once you have something to manage, then one of those people who helped you so far can take the place of the manager officially. Right. And then if they need help, then y'all together find someone to help you. But they, your friend is going to be the one that holds you down, okay? Just just period. Like, if they need help, together you will find help, okay? And just make it a goal to get, get good enough to where a booking agent comes to find you or a promoter comes to find you. That's the ultimate goal, is to get to a place where people are looking for you. So this was a real good article, but let me just kind of break down what I think is most important for the beginning process of your career, okay? What I think is most important for the beginning process of your career is, one, you need to spend the time researching on what works best for you. Identify what social media platform you can sit on and really perfect 
For some people, Instagram is a huge platform. For some people, Facebook is. For some people, Twitter is. But one of these social media platforms, if not all of them, has to be the one that you really communicate your brand. You have to become an expert at it, okay? First teammate I would put on my team, if I was able to, would be a person that can manage the content collection of my career and the social media. That is the main person that I would seek out, okay? Once I got my social media person, and then I went and found someone to collect my content, like a videographer, somebody, even if they just holding their iPhone around and just catching the moments, pictures and videos of you during your career, whoever can collect the content, those are the two people that I will have in the beginning of my career. But if you need any help, resources, anything that you need advice-wise, feel free to uh, uh, drop me a note on my Instagram, either at my um, at CEO Self the Mogul or here on the Effort Podcast Instagram. You know what I mean? You can drop us a note, and we will give you some resources that I feel will help um, you in the beginning of the process. Most people don't have the advice that's needed to become the best, you know, entertainer or brand that they can be. Don't waste your time trying to collect all these different pieces of your puzzle when you're not ready to collect them, all right? So get you a video guy, get you a photographer. If not, they're the same person. Get you somebody that understands social media and the algorithms. Get you somebody that uh, uh, can focus on your digital presence, whether it's graphic designing or whatever the case may be, and then turn around and go get sign up with DistroKid or TikTok. I mean, excuse me, sign up with DistroKid or TuneCore and find you a good master in the mix engineer. That's, that's your crew right there. That's who you need. That's it right now. Everything else is, is null and void. You need a good year or two with just that core group of people right there. Right now, don't worry about management. Don't worry about booking. Don't worry about anything, right? Get you a little lawyer if you can on retainer, but that lawyer can't help you because the lawyer ain't structuring no deals for you yet. So just rock and roll, man. Get those core pieces and run, man. That's the team you need. All this other stuff that we was reading, my wife and I was reading in that in that blog, you know, that's all good and dandy, but they're not being realistic to uh, most people right now who are just starting off. The people that just pushed the effort button and decided to become an effort ambassador and decided to just do it themselves. See, most people aren't there yet to acquire those other components. All right. Look, we really love you guys. Make sure y'all go follow the effort podcast uh, on Instagram. Make sure you go follow um, the effort. I do it myself playlist on Spotify. Make sure you go do those things. We'll have an update for the uh, car giveaway. Uh, within the next week or two. But yo, make sure you tap in. We love you so much. You rock with your boy CEO stuff. This is the Effort Podcast. Peace. Hey, thanks for joining us with this week's episode of Effort. I'll do it myself. Be sure to share your experience with a friend and definitely follow this podcast. Remember, we are here to empower the independent music community. 
If you love this episode, you'll love our music streaming playlist, also called Epic. I'll do it myself. We couldn't leave you without reminding you to follow the team on all social media platforms at The Effort Podcast, at CEO Self The Mogul, and at Rain FMG. Remember, don't let these industry clowns bamboozle you. Always study and perfect your craft so that you can reign forever. Till next week, we love you. Be safe. So tell me this, is it possible for an indie artist to become successful without a team?